What's up guys, it's Coach Mike here with Coach Erica and we got Darren in the hot seat today. And we're gonna ask him a couple of questions, <laughs> dig a little bit deeper into who he is maybe outside of the gym, past some of the coaching, past some of the explaining, um, and uh, really get to know him a little bit better as a person, okay? So Erica, go ahead. All right, if you guys didn't know, you probably should if you come to the gym, Darren has twins, True. Evelyn and OC. Um, what sports are you gonna quote let them play? Well, like, will you let OC do football? I know a bunch of parents <laughs> nowadays are like, yep. no football. So, what um, sports are are the kids gonna do? So, if we go off of what me and Kristen like, we'll probably Kristen will probably try and push Evelyn to do soccer or volleyball, which is fine. She can do whatever she wants to do. The only thing we probably won't do is equestrian because it's probably just too expensive. Like I'm just not gonna buy her a horse. So um, if we can find a horse to borrow, then she can do it. But that's the only one that pops in my head. Like no, you're not doing that because no, I just can't afford that. Wrestling. So. She can wrestle, sure. Oh, if you want, just okay. gotta wear ear protection all the time so oh, don't get collie ear. Collie ear. Yeah, that's it. Or have your hair really long and cover it up, whatever. That's true. Um, <laughs> OC, he can do whatever he wants, but football. He's not playing football. Uh, Everything Kristen, but. Chris and I have already decided he's not gonna do that. Um, and judging by his stature right now, he is gonna be the smallest guy on the field. And I can tell you, from the past being the smallest guy on the field, you just get hit the hardest by people. So that's why my football career didn't last very long. I just got tired of getting beat up. So uh, he's not gonna do it. We're not gonna do it. You know, I know it's, I love watching college football. It's America's sport, but no, it's not gonna happen. So, so no um, question. No, no, no. no we'll football. probably push him to something lifelong like tennis or golf or something like that. You know, it's fun to do those other sports, but something you can really do forever, I think, has a lot of value now. Um, so that's probably what we'll try to push them towards, or at least have them involved with as a hobby until they get out of school. What okay. age? What age are you gonna let them start? Oh, they can start as soon as they as want. As soon as they you want. Know, it doesn't matter to three me. Three-year-old soccer. Love, yeah, three-year-old soccer where they're all just huddled around the ball. Yes. Sure, like go for <laughs> it. You know, I'll cheer you on as long as I possibly can. Yeah. There you go. Um, I got a fun little one to start with. Yeah. What were your first impressions, try and think back, of me and Erica? <laughs> Man, so this is a hard question because I think about this all the time, like always. We have so many people at the gym that have been here for years and years and years and I try and think back to like the first time that I met them and I never remember the first time I met Because people. it's weird because most, a lot of the time here you meet someone for the first time am, and you're never gonna see them again. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that happens a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I. The very little has changed about Erica the first time she meets somebody because she's super quiet True. and you have to just drag conversation out of her and I remember that she was like super quiet, she was athletic but not what we would call like in shape obviously like True. nobody starting CrossFit is in shape really um, and she was just super duper quiet. Um, I think you were kind of the same way, Mike. I was, I, I was know, silent. Yeah, I think First that it took months. a long time for both of you guys to like open up and like interact. And I always try and like talk to people when they come in mm -hmm. and it's very like, it's really me talking and mm -hmm. them nodding and saying yes or no and like shaking their <laughs> yeah. head. So like you guys were no different from that. Oh yeah. Obviously both really, really young, which makes it even more weird for y'all whenever like I'm trying to hang out and talk with you guys. Um, so that's what I remember about that. I remember I was always impressed with Erica getting up so early and being there for foundations because one of the things we banked on with foundations is that people are going to oversleep or not come at all because they sleep in. So like every time she showed up, I was just like, dang, this girl's in college and like she's really interested in working out. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. But Mike was always there in the afternoon. So like yeah. if you wake up from your nap, you're going to be here, which is exactly. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was that saying. That was exactly what happened. Yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Let me get this up. Um, 
Would you rather, for you, Darren. Yes, I love would you rather. <laughs> would you rather never eat Chewies again or never drink a Topo Chico again? Oh, a Topo, for sure. I'd give it up. Topo? Give it up. Yeah, because really? like, but Chewies for me, like obviously it's delicious and it's super consistent and we love it. It's a great place to like go with your friends. But for like me and Kristen, Chewies is like a part of our lives. Mm -hmm. Like we've okay. been going to Chewies together since we were, since I remember when I could drive and I used to coach swimming in the summer, private swim lessons. I used to make a ton of money doing it. And so like, I remember going and spending all of my money taking Kristen places to eat when we were in Austin when we were super young. So like, that's just like a part of our lives that we've mm -hmm. been doing forever. So like, to not go to Chewy's on Friday, I'd be really sad. Not only like my stomach would be really sad, but like emotionally I'd be very sad because yeah. that's such a big part of my life. So like, I know people think like, God, you're really obsessed with Chewy's. Like I'm really obsessed with Chewy's because <laughs> it's a part of my, as weird as that is, like I'm Chewy's number one fan because it's just such a consistent part of my life and it's always really, really good fun times over there. Okay. It's like Topo, sorry, like I love Topo, but you're out. Also, like that's pretty broad because couldn't you just replace that with another, you know, yeah, I mean, there's, soda but, but there's nothing like Topo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that carbonation, that. that flavor, that like sensation, you can't replace that. <laughs> okay. You know? All right. So... Take everyone through the process and like your thoughts when you decided, okay, I'm going to start a gym. How, how did that all come about? And like, what were your like fears? Like what was the, you know, what was that process like? like yeah, I've had two, uh, I'm going to start a gyms. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the first one was thrust upon me. Um, like I said, I was a personal trainer. Wait, was that the name of the gym? Thrust upon me? <laughs> yeah. 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 And all we did were thrusters back then. No, no. But for real, like I remember distinctly, like I actually started another gym here. Um, and I worked at it for, I don't know, five or six years, something like that, building it up. And I remember that the conversation was, my boss at the time was like, hey, I want to start a CrossFit gym. And I was like, great, go for it. Mm -hmm. He was like, no, no, like I want you to do it. And I was like, I don't know shit about CrossFit. Mm -hmm. Like I don't know it. I, I'm not certified. I don't know nothing. He's like, no, no, you'll be fine. You're going to do it. I was like, okay, great. So like I spent all that time doing that. So then mm -hmm. when I got out of that, um, again, it was like thrust upon me by the people that I had gotten close to at the other gym. So mm -hmm. like I had personal training clients that I've had for like 10 years now. And when I wasn't personal trained, they're like, all right, well, you know, as soon as you're ready to train us, tell us because mm -hmm. we'll be there. And I was like, well, I don't have any equipment. And they're like, as soon as you buy equipment, tell us because we're going <laughs> to train us. And we're like, okay. So I did that in my garage for a while early in the morning. And then it just was like more and more people kept showing up in the garage and they would show up every day. And we were the weird house on the street where like there are always people running around and mm -hmm. being loud and like 5 a.m. we'd have to be like, guys, we got to be quiet. Like it's loud and working <laughs> out. And so like it was really not ever like obviously, yes, it was my choice and it was a lot of fun and I wanted to do it. But at the same time, I always knew that there were other people that wanted me to do it. Mm -hmm. And so it was always good having that like oh, do you think I can do Someone this? Someone to do it for. Right, yeah. It's like, oh, I don't think I can do this. People are always like, hell yeah, you can do it. Like, just go do it. It's fine. And so <laughs> it kind of takes that scariness away from it a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's always been kind of a group effort for sure. But it's a group support effort, not just like, hey, do this for us so we can do it. It was always like, let's do this together. Mm -hmm. um, so that's always been super cool. Awesome. Yeah, it's always been like a, a all in, we're all together in this kind of deal. Alright, all right. my question kind of, Joe kind of helped me with this question, so it's an Erica question and a Joe question. What would you consider in life or anything in general as your biggest failure and how did you learn slash deal with it? Mm, there are lots and lots of failures, <laughs> let me tell you. 
Um, we'll go training side first. Um, when when people don't finish Ironman races, that really beats me up on the inside um, because I'm their coach. I'm supposed to be getting through them and all that. And I know like Ironman is such a difficult thing because it's a day long and adventure essentially and so much can go wrong that's out of our hands and so much can happen on the turn of a dime you know so whenever I have somebody fail a race that's really really hard and I've had several but I've they've always come back and done it again which has been awesome um, personally just risk-taking um, and putting your family at risk is always really hard um, whether that's like you know obviously professional side business side of it like um, having those conversations where you're like, this could not work out and this is going to put us in a really tight spot. And sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't. So like anytime that you put your family at risk and it doesn't work out, that's a huge failure to me. Mm -hmm. um, and so like, you know, me and Kristen have a really good, strong understanding of like what we're trying to do with our lives and like what the process is. We're 32 years old, so we can suffer a few more really big failures and we can put ourselves at risk, which is good. But every time that it doesn't work out, it's really painful. Like it really sucks. And so you just learn to maybe give yourself a little bit more buffer or you just learn to let it go. You know, like you can't dwell on anything. Same with people who don't finish races, we can't dwell on that. We gotta figure out what went wrong, we gotta train harder, we gotta set ourselves up to have more success. Same thing in life. Like if you do something and it doesn't work out, you can't dwell on it. You just reset, try again, know what you're getting into and be just 100% honest with it. So yeah, okay, that's it. Dope. Good. So we, I mean, I would like to say recently, but it isn't that recent anymore, I guess, moving to South College Station yep. um, and all that stuff. We got a beautiful new gym, you know, all, you know, new bars, you know, all this new stuff. If money wasn't an object for you, mm -hmm. what physical improvement would you make to either the gym or what equipment do you wish we had or anything like that? Oh, for sure. I would uh, get about a thousand more square feet and I would put air runners in it. Air Ooh, runners. Yeah, absolutely. Run all hands year down, round. Four or five air runners. Yeah, absolutely. Because number one, we wouldn't have to run outside anymore, mm -hmm. which running outside, you always have to tackle your environment, which is kind of annoying. Uh, number two, we could run all year long. No big deal. <laughs> number three, air runners are a really good way to train somebody to teach somebody how to run. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's the number one thing that people lack in running or hate about running or don't do well when they start running is learning how to run. And mm -hmm. It's really hard to take somebody who's 25 years old and has been running for you know, 20 years essentially, and tell them they're doing it wrong and teach something new. Whereas yeah. when you throw them on an air runner, if they don't do it right, they're going to fall off the back of it. Right. You know? <laughs> so uh, it's a really good training tool. It's a really good teaching tool, but also it's just the access that it would give us. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I would do. 500 to 1,000 more square feet, put air runners in it. Dope. Yeah. That'd be Dope. awesome. <laughs> All right. So you have three dogs. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? Piper. Piper. <laughs> well, I guess uh, I kind of knew this. Yeah. They're almost and, named and Evelyn. Number one, yeah, yeah. Number one, I love her name. I love the name Piper. I tried to name my daughter Piper, but Kristen wouldn't let me. Number two, she's the original. So she's like our baby. I bought I her for Kristen. Yeah, I bought her for Kristen as a Christmas present. So that was our like, first fur baby. Uh, number three, she's like the most intelligent dog I've ever seen. And I know everybody's like, oh, my dog's really smart. But like, she outsmarts Kristen and I all the time and always has. And she's very alpha- and she's a really, really good little dog, and she's a trooper. She's had so many like health issues and stuff, but she's never lost a beat. You know, she's she's awesome. Peach is a good-looking dog, but she's just dumb as a box of rocks. <laughs> and then Brody's just a big old baby. So Brody was supposed to be like my my like number two, my like 
partner in crime, and he's just too much of a baby to do anything with me. <laughs> he can't, even like, he can't run with me, he can't come to the gym, he can't do anything. He just wants to be loved on, and that's fine and dandy for Kristen, but he's not my adventure dog like he was supposed to be. So. Okay, so my last question for you is a pretty weird would you rather. I love would you okay. rather. So would you rather... Okay, so here's, here's, here's the situation. You have to move every single piece of furniture out of your house, okay? Yep. So that's the scenario. You have to do this. Would you rather move it all back in or just say, screw it, let's move somewhere else at this point? Uh, I'd move somewhere else. You'd move somewhere yeah, else? Yeah, just because I like the, uh, the change-up. The change-up? Yeah, I'd just be so into like getting a new place. And, and it's not that I don't like my current house, but I just love the adventure of like, getting something new and you know working on it and shaping it and all that so like yeah once all that furniture's out like i'm taking it somewhere new. yeah i'm, I'm not, not going back, back in the house no way no yeah that's what i would do okay all right i have one more all right so if anyone follows Kristen on instagram or has a as a friend on facebook talk about when the yes yeah. when uh they had when was your anniversary uh may 23rd so a couple a couple Ten weeks years. ago almost a month ago yeah. um Kristen posted a wonderful picture of them and their prom, mm -hmm. and Darren has a fantastic haircut or a hairstyle. Where did you get that from? Oh. Your hair is like not curly right I now. I know that's Who a sore spot family? in my life. That's a sore spot in my life. So <laughs> you have a perm. Um, we no, no, no. So that was all. You could say that was all natural, but it wasn't really. So like, that was a result of me taking Accutane. So like, I took oh. Accutane as a kid because I had terrible acne. I had really bad like I think they called it cystic acne, where you just get these like huge, really painful bumps. It wasn't like the breakout kind. Right. And so I would take Accutane. And something in the Accutane affects your biotin. And I don't know if it gives you more or less. I don't know how it works. But it can make your hair really, really curly. And so wow. it did that. And, I mean, I have, like, this rock and fro. And I love that hair. <laughs> in fact, like, I had it for three years, I think. And every year for districts for swimming, all the boys would bleach their hair. It was so stupid. And I fought it every year. And one year I didn't do it. And, like, my coach threatened to kick me off the team. I didn't do it because I love my fro so much. I didn't want to mess up my hair. And so, like, finally, I was like, okay, I could, kick, I could keep my hair or get kicked off the swim team. So I got rid of my, I bleached it, looked like Gorgeous George. It was terrible. <laughs> He's an old wrestler, if you don't know who that is. But then I had to shave it off. It grew back, shave it off. And once I quit taking Accutane, it took, like, 18 months for my hair to grow out and not be as curly. And it was, like, a progressive. It was really curly, and then it was wavy. And then I only had curls, like, back behind my ears. I still have them a little bit. But now it's like totally gone. Yeah. So it's like, it's really like, you know, me and Kristen both love the fro. It's kind of a sad, it's kind of a sore spot in my life because my <laughs> hair is very straight. And if I could take Accutane with no side effects except for curly hair, I totally would. So you absolutely. miss it. You yeah, miss I miss it, it a lot. Would it was you have crazy. it now? Would you oh, have absolutely. It? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Because like my hair would be soaking wet and I would just let it air dry. And I just remember I would just have to like shake it out a couple times as it dried. And it would just be these huge, crazy curls. I mean, it was just nutso. But that's yeah, awesome. I would totally bring it back if I could. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that's all we got for you. Thanks you for go. hanging out. Thanks for answering questions. Yep. And uh, all of y'all, we'll see y'all next time on the podcast. Boom. Thanks, guys.